This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. And now, from beyond our dimension, this is the Jeff Mara Podcast. Here's Jeff. My guest is Nathan Douglas, and you may know him as Merlin if you come to the Saturday night open Zoom streams. Nathan has had an out-of-body experience where he encountered a goddess, and today we're going to learn about it. Nathan, thanks for being my guest today, and welcome. Thank you very much for having me. All right, Nathan, if you don't mind, let's start on the day that it happened and go from there. Well, it was, I don't remember it, the exact day, um, but I, I know the year is 2020. It, I had like a bunch of synchronicities, um, you know, that was the precursor to that experience uh, with encounter with, I, I guess, like an angelic female goddess type looking entity um, is what I encountered. Um, but before that, there were like these bunch of synchronicities because I was always into spirituality and and trying to seek the truth of what actually what is actually going on, you know, in the world, everything, and and so, um, this the first time I got involved in spirituality uh, was around eighteen years old. Okay, um, I got a bunch of book, magic books, and I guess I I was doing like a magical spell or whatever, and I opened myself up. Um, to energies I didn't uh, know what I was doing with doing dealing with and uh, about a week after that there were like these footsteps that got closer and closer to my bed and eventually um, I woke up and I saw my face at the end of the bed and I was fully awake and I wasn't like asleep because I was I came to I set up and I saw my face but it was like contorted demonically so so that so that made me um, realize after that experience that I, you, before you get into something, you actually really, really need to research and understand what you're doing and what you're dealing with and in the mechanics of how uh, magic actually works, because um, it's dangerous because there are beings that we can open ourselves up to. And and if we're not careful, it can really, really do us um, some harm. Um, so there's good beings and bad beings. Some call some call them angels, demons, um, higher vibrations, lower vibrations, whatever the term you want to apply to it. Um, these forces are real. Um, science is just now starting to catch up uh, with that. Um, so that's why I'm just trying to give a word of caution to people out there that may try to do these things. You got to do the research. You got to actually know what you're talking about. And you got to be very, very careful because it can be dangerous for not just you, but it can also potentially be dangerous for those around you. So you got to be careful what you're doing. And I learned that the hard way. I did. Okay. Um, so jump forward uh, 2020. Um, I was, I was, like I said, again, I was involved with spiritual, spiritual new age type of uh, practices and, and stuff like that. 
Um, but the strange occurrence happened when I saw Asteroid 2020 ND. And I was like, what does ND stand for? Because I know they have like a lot of like initials for all these new asteroids and stuff. But ND really spoke to me because it reminded me of my own name, which is Nathan Douglas. And just a few days in between, they had like just like coincidentally, uh, they had a hurricane named Hurricane Douglas approaching Hawaii around the same time within four days. So that kind of woke me up to like pay attention, like, okay, what is the universe trying to tell me? What does it want me to to see? And I just kept having epiphany after epiphany after that. Then eventually I was, I guess I, after it happened when I was asleep, I was outside of my body. And at this time, the country was just like still, still kind of divided, but it was just really, really divided. And I didn't like the way things are going. So I was just trying to go to a different timeline where things were more peaceful. Everyone kind of got along again. And so when I was out to my body, I felt I knew I could do these things. I knew I could potentially go to different places and timelines, you know, but I, and but I encountered like this, this, this huge, like angelic, I guess God, people would call, call them goddess being looking female. And she knocked me back into my body. And when I woke up, I, I, it's not like I was sleepwalking. Um, there was no evidence that I was walking and I tripped or I went back to bed because there was nothing else wrong with my body uh, other than my shoulder, which was dislocated and broken. So, so I had to wear a sling for a month after that. So, um, you know, there's this, I don't know his last name, but he, he appears like on Leak Project. His name's Nathaniel and he's a de um, de um, demonologist and, and he talks about these things. That's like one of his things is outer body experiences and stuff like that. Uh, um, and, 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 and what is called causing all of it. And, and he has actually has documented evidence where what happens to your astral frame or your, your you know, your outer body frame where you're, you know, whatever happens there, when you get back in your body, it can apply to your real body in 3d. Um, you know, the vi 3D vibrational frequency we're in. Before you left your body, was your shoulder completely normal? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes. I just went to, I went to sleep. So. So, so you're saying during your OBE, you suffered a, a broken shoulder? Yes. So how did you leave your body in the first place? Well, I, I'm, I think I've gotten pretty good at remote viewing. Um, there's this app you can get for free. It's called RV Tournament. I've been playing that and stuff like that. So I'm good at that. But there's a, there's a difference really between astral projection and, um, you know, um, outer body experience. Because outer body means your outer body. Astral means you're still tethered to your to your body. You know, some say there's a Chinese legend where there's like this invisible red thread connecting you and there's some say it's a silver thread just it's whatever i feel there's a thread of some kind but whatever you know what your beliefs are i believe you can apply that color somehow i don't know the mechanics exactly but there's a thread connecting you so you don't you know get disconnected from your body but that's um so the astral and the remote viewings in the same family so i practice that i guess somehow i learned how to during the sleep i learned how to actually have an OBE, 
you know, without having a near-death experience or whatever. Um, so I guess that's, I can't, I can't really explain how that, how that occurred other than I was practicing those things. And that, that's how I think I have had the experience that I did. All right. What did this being look like? Um, gold, real shiny gold. Gold, um, transparent woman? No, it was, she was like physical um, in that, in that place or outside my body. Um, because I didn't, I didn't have eyelids. I, I didn't see anything. I could just see everywhere all around me. So I didn't really like see myself or anything like that, you know? Um, so, but I could see her and she had a form and I did not. Um, so she was golden, golden, radiant light, you know, really bright and, and whatever I was trying to do. Cause when I was outside of my body, I just knew like I could do these things. I can go to, I can potentially go to a different timeline, you know, but I got, I got put in my place. Did she physically attack you and like strike your shoulder and that's what broke it or, or what well, I happened? Didn't, I didn't have a body outside, but whatever, I guess, okay, my presence, because I, I, I caught my presence because I, I didn't have a body. I could just see all around me. I guess she hit my presence, <laughs> you know, because I didn't really, I didn't have a form. She did. When you woke up and you discovered your shoulder was broken, did you just go to the hospital or what'd you do? Well, I, I didn't, it didn't really hurt that bad at first, but I couldn't move my fingers. And I thought maybe I had a stroke, you know, or something. I'm young. I, I mean, still, people my age can't have strokes. So I thought I had a stroke. I couldn't move my finger. I couldn't wiggle my fingers and my arms real funny. But as it sunk in, as the realization sunk in, it, I started feeling the pain. And so I went to the, I went to the VA doctor cause I'm a veteran. Uh, I was in the Marine Corps. Uh, I was an, I was infantry 0311 rifleman. So I, I, I have veteran status. Um, so I went to VA and he goes, son, how did you do this? I go, I, I don't know. I woke up in bed. Cause if I said, like, I saw a goddess, they were like, you're cooking, you're, you're cooking for cocoa. Puffs. You know? So you got, gotta be careful of that. So I, I like to think that I'm pretty irrational and logical and sane um, for the most part. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, he says, son, how'd you do this? I go, I don't know. I woke up in bed. He goes, son, I see these kind of injuries in car crashes. Because he says that part of bone is really hard to break like that, like the way I did it. So, and he said, luckily, we snapped it back in place. When they popped it back in place, I kind of went like this way with it. A guy was like, he numbed me, he, he injected me with some kind of numbing thing or whatever. And he got my arm. I didn't feel the pain. He pushed it back and it stopped him. It snapped back in place. And he, so I got an x-ray and he was like, um, it popped back in place. But son, if you damage it while you're wearing this sling, I'm going to have to operate. And so from, I didn't, I, I'm very weary about operation and stuff like that. So I was like really, really careful when I was home wearing the, the sling. It was a nice one. And like a little cushion underneath too, right here. For so for like a whole month, I had to wear this. Other than shower, of course, took it off. But yeah, my arm was like this for like a month, hmm. over a little over a month. Did that, it's still did not the same. Still not the same. It's still permanently. But I work out with weights to kind of stay normal. So, did the goddess try to communicate with you in any way? 
whether it was like yeah. hand signals or anything other than knocking me back in my body no, no sir not at all do you think that the goddess looked angry no 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 i i think it was like um protect maybe protecting me from maybe my, from myself or damaging other timelines possibly or whatever plan they that they they follow whatever rules they follow I'm not quite sure yet i'm still studying still trying to grasp um the meaning of it all um so you know so i'm still trying to figure out what's actually fully going on i have a kind of inkling uh or kind of like a hint of what's going on but I, I don't have the whole picture and not honestly we we none of us do so it's kind of like everyone has like a little bit of truth and we put it together in a big giant puzzle and that's how i think we can achieve what is really going on from like everyone that appears on your on your show all their stories are puzzle pieces and we just have to put them together in the right order to get the truth so it sounds like to me you had a dislocated shoulder. Dislocated. He said dislocated and broken. So since that experience, are you still remote viewing or having OBEs and just not try not to change timelines or have you stopped doing the OBEs altogether? I'm not, I'm not, I haven't had an OBE since then, but yes, I'm, I'm still doing like, I try to do daily that RV tournament because it's fun. It keeps you kind of, you're sharp in that kind of area. Um, so that's fun to me. And I still try to um, astral project, but I'm not very good at that. I can't really do that. Um, astral projection, but the remote viewing is kind of the same family. I can do that pretty well, but I can't, I have never experienced the astral projection and usually when you have an astral projection experience you have a body and you can see yourself and you see because you're still tethered right um so i never actually had that experience and i i i, I try to daily when i go to bed i try i try to go do it when i'm in bed because I'm, I'm more calm you know and doing that so i haven't mastered that yet it's interesting, and I'm glad that you mentioned that, that the difference between astral projection and OBEs is that astral projecting, you still have your body that's tethered, where I guess an OBE, you're completely out of your body and you're just pure energy or consciousness. Yes, that is exactly what I've um, come to believe. Absolutely. It's interesting that you describe her as a goddess. Is it possible that it wasn't a goddess and it was a witch? I never thought of that. It's, I would say it's possible, yes. It could have been. I'm not going to say it's not because I, I, I don't know for sure. Um, maybe there's some people on this planet that have the ability to go out, have an OBE um, instantaneously by their will. I don't know. That's a good. I've never thought about that before. Um, very interesting. Um, I don't, I don't see why no um, a witch would care enough about me changing timelines, though. I don't, I, don't, I don't really see the purpose of just some normal person on this planet doing that, but you never know. You never know. So you said she was gold or golden. Yep. I mean, are you seeing a woman with long hair and robes? Can you give us any more description besides just the golden? I didn't see robes. 
um, I just saw like I just saw like a female body, a, a female physique that was gold and and glowing bright. But no, I didn't see I didn't see any robes. No, there were there were no robes or anything like that. And it was it was weird because I didn't have a form. Um, so whatever, um, I guess my consciousness hit my consciousness back into my body. Um, so I can explain about that. Um, it was really brief. I didn't, I didn't hear it like, hey, you, or there's no communication whatsoever. Uh, so it was just, it was just a weird experience. But I, I, I'm really thinking, like, was it really that necessary to do that to my body? Because I have shoulder itch issues now. You know? So I have to work out like religiously every day now in my arms, you know, with weights, dumbbells. I use dumbbells. I don't like, I don't, and I do some push-ups, um, but it's not the same. Do you think that the injury was caused potentially by your spirit colliding into your body and that force of your spirit returning to your body is what caused it or possibly your spirit returned to your body so forcefully that you happened to like move in your bed and torque your shoulder and, and dislocate it and break it? I didn't think about that. I, I, I mean, because it was so. I don't. Yeah, I don't have that recollection. Re- recollection, if that did. Happen. Um, but I think it could have been. It's all things are on the table. Um, what, <laughs> um, on what the um cause could have been or the situation. Um, but the soul, I think the soul itself is so powerful, and when it collides back with just a body that's, I guess, frankly, uh, not powered by that nuclear. In energy of the soul and that type of energy collides back with the body i think it's it could be traumatic because i don't think we're designed to we're not meant to just exist outside our bodies we're meant to be inside these uh, vessels and not outside them so when 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 you're putting it back i guess there is going to be some kind of force and collision i believe i think you use the words that she knocked you back into your body And so what about that experience suggests that she knocked you back into your body? Because of the force that I went back as soon as I started like trying to change timelines to to go somewhere else. So the force is like the, I don't, I don't really think it was like a punch or anything like that. I I don't think they have to do that. But the reason I um, used the analogy of knock, because that's what it felt like. That's the force and the speed of going back. So did you change in any other way after that experience? Um, yes, yes, yes. I, I got more into like tarot and uh, astrology more, even more so, um, especially astrology lately. Like um, the, the whole purpose of me wanting to come on to share this experience is to let everyone know that Everyone has a purpose. Everyone has meaning. And I guess there it's like this um this cosmic matrix computer code. If we are in a simulation, like a lot of people say we are, um, and we're a bunch of ones and zeros, that is everyone's astrology chart is their um computer code. So the weird thing is about mine is what I figured out is I have a lot of fours and eights in mine, and I'm a Taurus, 
uh, I have uh, my sun in Taurus. I have my um, uh, moon in Taurus. I have my Mercury in Taurus. Um, and so the four energy really goes and correlates with the Taurus energy, you know, because it's about order, um, working slowly to to achieve things. You go through a lot of hardships and it's not smooth sailing. But once you it, I think this purpose, everyone has their own purpose with their numerology numbers and their astrology chart. I think mine is to work hard and to learn the hardships and labor of working really hard about uh, through life and stuff like that. And, and so uh, my life path is for, I was born April the fourth, so that's like the fourth month. And I was born April on Thursday, the fourth day of the week as well. Um, <laughs> um, and I was born at, I was born April 26 at 206. So if you add the two and the six together, you get eight energy. So the eight energy is about wanting to get like uh, power and, and financial success and stuff like that. That's what that means. But it's kind of contradictory with the Taurus and the life path four. So it's like a, uh, a battle, like a balanced thing. So it's, it's quite fascinating. I, I found out about myself, but everyone else can easily find out their life path, their astrology chart, their meaning. And it's right there. It's accessible right now to everyone. It's really simple. Just a click away. Now, if you're a person who's been to my Saturday night live streams, you would recognize Merlin or Nathan as the person who does tarot readings for the, for the group. And if you haven't been there, that's what happens in the beginning quite often is he'll come and do readings for the whole group. So how did you get into tarot specifically? Well, um, I've always been, ever since I was 18, I was always involved in like the truth, seeking the truth and magic and, 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 and trying to understand the fabric of our reality, how it works for real. So of course, I got into the esoteric teachings and stuff like that. So I really got heavily um, into tarot more um, right after 2020, for real, seriously. I had the, I had a deck of cards, but I didn't really, um, you know, want to memorize so much information. Because there's 78 cards and there's so much, excuse me, there's so much like sim symbolism going into each card. And it speaks to subconscious and the conscious. So that's, it's difficult, but I've, I'm starting to master that for real a lot better. And so that's really what led me to, to get seriously in tarot was that 2020 experience. And my, my intuition, my abilities increased after that experience. And it's like that, like asteroid 2020 indeed and hurricane Douglas within this four days is like a giant, billboard from the universe saying hey wake up <laughs> wake up nathan wake up that you you've got to come into your full realization of your life purpose here on earth you know and i always feel like mine's just to wake people up to the reality that what they believe they're experiencing may not be the whole thing that they're actually experiencing right and what people don't really like talk about a lot, they, there's people talking about it, but the magnetic field, we're born in this thing. We're born in the 
uh, magnetic field of the earth and and the magnetic field of the earth is intertwined with the suns and so whatever the sun does the earth does and vice versa it's all connected and and so is like it's like um earth is like a giant um communications they call it spirituality but it was like a giant like a giant like um network of communication on this planet and a lot of people don't realize there's this just recently, scientists have discovered uh, Viserum uh, polycephalum, which they call slime mold or um, or just a blob. And it's they found out that it's got like one cell to it, but it doesn't even have a brain. But somehow it's able to retain memory, um, to to think real quick, to learn. And it's a mold. Okay, it's and it's intelligence. So that's that's proof of intelligence. There's so much things on this planet that science can, hasn't explained yet. Will they? Yes, I think in ten years there will be a lot more um, things coming out uh, about uh, a bigger network of communication than we once believed. Absolutely. Have you had any other paranormal experiences? Yes, absolutely. Um, as a matter of fact. Um, I use this um, spirit box to communicate because you don't necessarily have to go out to, to find the paranormal. It's all around us already. There's so much invisible things happening around us. The majority of people um, have brought this up. And I think like subconsciously people forget that um, there's these invisible signals all around us in their computers or phones, Wi-Fi signals. We can't see that, but it's there. Same thing with this. So this is a this is a PSB 11 spirit box. Um, what it does is it's just it's just a radio, okay? But it can sweep through the stations at whatever speed you want to set it to, um, and it's you it sweep it. You can do it fast, kind of slow, and just sweeps through the radio stations, and it creates what they call white noise. And that's believed how spirits are able to 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 make out. They're, they manipulate the radio waves, and they're able to make words. Um, and honestly, I got this. I got one of these. I got the precursor first. And it's the SB11 spirit box. Okay. Um, so I was a skeptic. And I wanted to, because everyone fears death. And I wanted to know if there was something after this. And so I, as a skeptic, I was watching um, Ghost Adventures. And I was like, okay, that's got to be fake. And so I just ordered one from Amazon. Of course, I got it. And after about two or three months, not really much anything. Um, but then I started picking up things. Um, so, and that I, first one I bought was like in 2017. Um, the first ghost box, 2017, um, it was SB 11 and it was right after my grandmother died. Um, she's the one that raised me. And so she's like my mom. And so I want to know if she was still around. So I went to her old room because this is her house I'm in. Um, went in her old room and I heard, I heard her voice. It was her voice and it said, hey, Nathan. Like it, like she was shocked or, or she was in distress. It wasn't, it, didn't, it, didn't, it was soothing and calming to hear her voice again, but it's, it's kind of nerving, uh, nerve-wracking to, to hear in that manner and fashion because it's nervous. Like, you know, Nathan, hey, Nathan, you know? Um, so it was kind of scary, but there's no way 
this radio box um, recorded her voice. There's no way. There's no. There's no possible way. Because um, these, I mean, it's a radio. So I don't. You can't explain that. I don't care what any scientist tries to tell me. Um, I know what I experienced, and and there's other voices that came through, and I've experienced poltergeist activity in my own house. In my own house now, um, it's went away because um, if you don't confront it, um, it just pick up and get worse. So in these type of situations, you have to stand your ground. A lot of people can go to their Bibles um, or go to their Quran or go to, you know, their Buddhism, just whatever they believe, um, whatever holy scriptures and words they believe, um, you have to drive these things out with a higher vibratory energy and frequency because they're not going to, they're, I feel like the poltergeist or lower vibratory um, entities. And so if you ever get one, you've got to stand your ground and you have to believe in yourself because um, without your belief in it, in yourself, they're just going to, they're going to stay clinged on to you. And so I stood my ground and whatever it was that was in my house, um, I ran it off. I ran it off. How often are you using the box? I try to see um, the battery. I got to get a new battery because that's how often I use it. I, I run it constantly, but honestly, lately I haven't heard anything um, really. So. so do you just leave it on like, throughout your day and you just hear that white noise in the background or you keep it on your desk while you're doing stuff. And then hopefully every now and then someone will pop in and try to communicate with you. Something like that. Yes, sir. Um, I, I run it for like 20 minutes because any more than that just really kills the battery and hmm. in, in the thing. So you don't want to really run it more than 20 minutes because it's just, you know, if you're not getting anything within the first 10, 15 minutes and you, and you're most likely probably not going to get anything in my experience. You can't plug it into the wall. Oh, not well. Let me see. I don't know, sir. I don't, not this one, not this model. I'm sure there's newer, newer ones now that probably can, but this one, this one just requires like a, um, um, I don't know what, um, one of those square type batteries. A nine volt. Uh, that yeah, it looks one. like a nine volt. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's it. Nine volt. Can you uh, turn it on for us just so we can hear the white noise? Yes, sir. What it sounds like. Oh yes, absolutely. It's gonna sound funny because the battery's low, but um. Okay, that's just that's just normal static, and you can um hit the reverse sweep. And that's the white noise. See, that's going pretty fast. Um, here, let me set it to a different. There we go. That's, that's the one I preferred at the 150 setting. It's kind of slow. But I, I, in my experience with this thing, um, at this setting right here, I get I get the more I get the most voices out of this setting. So, would you just? With a staticky voice, you heard like, hey, Nathan. But it was loud, though. It was loud. Because the, the smaller one at the time I had was the SB, SB7. I think it's mm -hmm. SB7. P, no, PSB7 Spirit Box. And I had like a speaker, a loudspeaker that I plugged into it. So it made it a lot louder. So you could hear the, the, the um, 
lowest of voices and it just it just amp- amplified it you know louder mm. and that's when i heard her voice it was really loud mm. so yeah those that the psb 11 spirit box you could you could attach like a um individual speaker into it um that way and it can just make it louder and you can hear it more clearly the voices that come through and you can get those on amazon yes yes sir um, that's where I got these. So I don't know. I don't think they would quit selling these, but yes, that's where I got, I got all my spirit boxes, um, from Amazon. Hmm, that's interesting. I didn't know Amazon sold those. Yes, sir. Just type in spirit box. That's all you got to do. And it'll pop right up. I'll have to check that out and see what they got. Do they have like a whole bunch of them? Oh yes. They, they got some expensive technology too. I think they even got that new connect technology, you know, where, you know, it can pick up like forms and, and shapes if there's a spirit around. So they get those two. You're into tarot, you're into numerology and astrology, and I'm assuming you're into magic. Can you tell us about your beliefs? Yes. Um, I've tried um, a lot of different paths. I've studied a bunch of different um, texts and books. And and the, the one that really resonated with me the most um is chaos magic. Um, what they believe in chaos magic is um, you can try pretty much any belief any day, depending on um, your level of belief in that particular system on any given day. So you don't have to stick to one thing in chaos magic. That's, that's the whole um, basis of chaos magic is just whatever works for you. Um, as long as you believe it, um, it will work. And so the ingredient to chaos magic is belief in oneself. And I really, really believe that because I love to play golf. I, I don't play it anymore, but I love to. And what golf taught me was willpower, willpower and belief. Because in order to get that, you can be a good golfer, you can practice, but if you don't believe, it's going to be harder to get that ball in the hole. Um, so when when I actually like just I don't know if it called a premonition or whatever, but one day I was on the tee and I was like, I'm gonna knock this in the hole. So it was like 145, 150 yard part three, and I swung, and sure enough, it went right in the hole. And and it was just like I I was I was cool about it. I was calm because I already lived that experience in my mind before it happened. So, so that really, and then, and then, um, after that, I would like hit shots and I'd be like, it's going to go in the hole and that's belief in yourself and that's willpower. So it's like, if we can do that in the physical, what can we do in the spiritual as well? So that's how I got into belief. And, and so, I mean, just what, it doesn't matter what you believe as long as you believe in it, you know? So I'm not, I'm really like you know, supportive, supportive of all peaceful, um, belief systems and practices, you know? Um, so just whatever works for, for you on any given day or whatever works for you, um, as your religion or your, 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 your practices, just, that's, that just, just works for you. And that's, and that's belief. So to me personally, um, Belief is the strongest um, foundation for anything magical or paranormal to occur or work. So you mentioned that you saw the asteroid 2020 ND. 
Usually for me, an asteroid is kind of like a falling star and you just kind of catch it by chance. Was it that or was it a comet? It was an asteroid. It was an asteroid because, it's, yeah, it's an asteroid. Um, they called it like like a month, month before, a couple of months beforehand, I believe. And but I didn't know that. I only found out it was a month, a couple of months ago when I read the actual article about 2020 ND. Uh, so I read more about it and they said they, they've already knew about it for quite some time, I believe. Um, but yeah, that really sparked my attention. Then you had the hurricane Douglas within four days. And I was like, wow, this is, this is, if this isn't a sign, I don't know what it is. Um, so it was pretty clear for me that I need to wake up and change my life in some way, you know? Um, so it was, it was really interesting. And so it's not, a lot of people have messages from their gods and their, and their, their, their their guardians or uh, or whatever you want to call these beings or even our family members and loved ones there's signs all around us we just have to look and pay attention everyone has someone saying hey wake up in their own way so i just happen to pay attention to mine it must have been like maybe a, a larger size asteroid that they had been tracking not just some like space rocks or debris falling into the planet, which, you know, you see during meteor showers, but a larger one where they actually could, you know, identify it and name it. And maybe you were lucky enough to see that one. Yes. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That's what I think too. I was, I was really lucky because that's what put me on the path of, of keep, of, 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 you know, just amplifying my, my magical practices into like, you know, like an esoteric and paranormal uh, studies amplified it. It just it put whatever path I was already on because I was heavily involved in it already, but just like you know, put it in overdrive, and that's what led to the um, uh, experience with the the like goddess or angel um, experience. So and and it, that 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 man, you know, it's my arms permanently damaged, so it changed me permanently physically and, and spiritually. So um, I'm a new, I'm a new person. I'm not the same person I was before. So it's, it's, it's a, it's a awakening, but maximum, <laughs> yeah. maximum, maximum awakening for me. I mean, I've never heard of somebody getting physically injured like that during an OBE. So I, I did. I mean, that's a pretty, you know, maybe that's a pretty strong warning not to be messing with timelines. Y yes. I, I, I didn't even think to say that. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because that's that's what I believe the reason. Yeah, because I was trying to change timelines. So that, that's the reason, I guess. It wasn't just because I was outside my body. It's like, because if I was outside my body, I think a, a caring angel would gently put me in. But if I was doing something that they didn't approve of, then that would be, probably be the per proper response. See, I, I've never broken a bone before. And I played football. I was a running back. So I, I had the ball in my hand. So, you know, and I was in the Marine Corps. And then and I even had a car wreck where I hit a tree. And no one else was involved. It was just me. But I hit a tree and I was... Uh, I was told by the medical uh, staffers at the time, this is like when I was like what, 22 or something like that. Uh, the medical, the, the, uh, the nurses told me that a sheriff found me out, like throwing out the windshield. So I didn't, even then I didn't break, I didn't break my, um, any bones, but I had, I had permanent scar damage though, um, from, from that. But other than that, never broken a bone. So that was 
very, very, um, it's weird to break a bone. I've never broken a bone. So to break a bone when you're in bed is, is insane. It's nuts. Um, I, I don't even know if that's heard of unless you got some, unless, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, I don't know. It's, it was very, it's still traumatic. Just thinking about it is, it's surreal. Um, it's, it's, yes, it's fun to, to, I'm, I'm trying to make light of it. I'm trying to, to try to put some humor into it, but it's kind of hard to, um, when you, because you, you, because what if it happens again, right? Um, so you always got that in your, you always have that in your mind. What if it happens again? Mm-hmm. Well, if it, I'm thinking if it does, and I guess don't cross the higher beings or the angels and the goddesses, don't cross the hill. Where are you at on your spiritual journey? Are you spiritual or religious or what? Hmm. I say spiritual. I wouldn't say too much religious, but I have respect for all religions. After watching this podcast, people may want to reach out to you and ask you questions and or chit-chat with you. Are you open to that? And if so, yeah. how can they reach you? You can reach me at Merlin in the Fake King's Crown on Facebook. And I also have a um, YouTube channel um, called Merlin, Son of the Son of the Fae. All right. What kind of content do you put on your YouTube channel? I put tarot card content and I, I have a um, I use a spirit box as well to communicate with gods, angels and their ancestors or our past loved ones. And I actually have a. Um, a paranormal one paranormal video that's really compelling and i've already went ahead and time stamped where the the main sounds are on there so you just go straight you don't have to watch the majority of the video you just go straight to the to the evidence and if y'all don't believe me these are real um um i don't i'm not i'm not computer savvy you can buy these for yourself on amazon and um you can find out for yourself but there's no way i manipulated um, anything because I don't know how to. I don't even know if you can manipulate this. It's it's pretty much just a radio. So if you if you if you can explain this, please please do comment it comment the, your explanation because I don't have any other than paranormal. So on that video that you timestamp, what should we be listening for? He knew it. There's a woman. You, you put in headphones and you can hear it clearly um, a lot better. It's, it's like right there. And it's a woman's voice that said, he knew. Hmm. It's clear. Clear hmm. as day. Were you asking questions or did that just kind of come out of nowhere? No, I was asking questions specifically about this event that happened. So, hmm. and, 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 and it's frustrating because of, of the, the event I'm referring to. Um, but if you if you go to that ch- my YouTube channel and you can watch it, it's really frustrating. So I was, it's emotional. Um, let's just say that there were lives lost at this event, and so just check it out if you if you um, want to watch it. For those of you that don't know, I have a Discord server, and Merlin pops on there. I don't know. I guess about once a week, and offers free tarot readings. So if you're interested in that, you may want to. Go to the Discord and and um, connect with them there. Yes, sir. That, yes, I'll I'll usually try to do them on Sundays, and I'm going to do some um, later today after this interview. But um, it probably be the next day. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, Sundays is where I Sundays is where I try to do them. Uh, so every Sunday, just direct message me um, on the Discord, 
um, under Jeff, uh, Jeff Marr podcast discord, direct message me there. And I will get back with you and try to see what your schedule is. All right, Merlin, before we finish up, can you leave us with one last positive message? Oh, yes. Yes. Um, we are more than we realize. We have more power um, than we realize. Um, all we have to do is believe in ourselves. I mean, um, uh, the even um, all the great religions talk about belief and, and, and hope and faith. Faith is the ladder to God. Merlin, thank you for that message. And thank you again for being my guest. I appreciate you, and I wish you a great rest of your day. Thank you very much. You too. Appreciate this. Thanks for watching the Jeff Mara podcast. I really appreciate you. Another way to show support is through YouTube memberships. And if you do, there are loyalty badges and other perks depending on your level of membership. All you need to do is click the join button underneath the video to find out more. Thank you for your support.